wow, it's really expensive to grow older in this day and age. Folks who prepared for retirement with professionals are feeling confident, whereas folks who have put it off feel like they're burning the candle at both ends. Coming up, we offer some tips to navigate your way to a successful retirement. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe is an independent fiduciary. Murphy Wealth Management is where you find him. Joe's been helping folks for more than 20 years getting to and through retirement in all aspects of retirement. And at Murphy Wealth Management, you are that one-stop shop that is so rare these days. And this is a great opportunity. Folks, you can visit the website to mwmfinancial.text, mwmfinancial.text. Hey, Joe, how's it going? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you doing, buddy? Very, very well, thanks. This is going to be a fun show. I mean, uh, we've got, you know, you talk about uh, being pe- prepared. Folks that work with a professional feel more prepared, more confident. And that just stands to reason to because that's what you do when you put that plan together and, and you realize how flexible it is. I mean, it's, 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 it's really confidence building. It is, Steve. That's, you know, planning is the key. It absolutely is. I think it was Abe Lincoln that says, you know, you give me an hour to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend the majority of the time sharpening my axe and thinking about it before the actual action happens. It's the same thing with retirement. If you think about a phase that's going to last, you know, 20, 30 plus years to not have a plan for that, it just doesn't make much sense because there's so many threats or single point failures that could completely derail your original plan you have to have something that is flexible that moves with you that counters threats and that's really where our firm excels is retirement planning specifically income planning what is the most valuable asset in retirement steve income that's right income and that's really where we focus because we want to match that income level up with our clients essential expenses or what their life costs them and that's really easy when you break it down steve the split concept that we use while planning not only is flexible as things come up or life changes but it gives our clients that peace of mind that no matter what happens in the future they will not run out of money before they run out of life the other side of that equation is the investment side and that can be the discretionary expenses vacation charitable donations, you know, buying a new car, those things are going to be on the investment side. So we have a very simple concept. And just real briefly, I, I just sent out, or Natina just sent out 15 retirement income plans uh, this morning to radio show callers from AM560 just this morning. So Wow. You know, it's definitely working. It gives people something to look at, something to hold on to, to say, you know what, I did prepare well, or I need to work on this. So when do you plan? You know, what age should you start looking at this? The sooner, the better. And we usually break it down, Steve, by age segments. By If you're listening to this show and you are 45 to 64 years old, this is your opportunity to arrange those accounts because remember each account that you have may be taxed a little bit differently on the way out this is your opportunity to shift those accounts to get them in a tax efficient uh process so when you do withdraw you're not getting hammered by uncle sam there is a lot that goes into it but not everyone needs a long drawn out retirement plan that's concrete and inflexible we like simplicity but we always like flexibility in our plans because life steve does not happen in a vacuum it does not 800-930-5905 is the number folks if you'd like to get on the calendar and uh, sit down with joe and the team um we're going to dig into a new bank rate survey it was done back in june of this year we're talking about the average american feeling the effects of inflation firsthand and uh, many are saying it's compromising their financial security and their ability to save for retirement. And uh, some of these numbers, Joe, kind of startling. Oh, I, I, I think so for sure. So I know credit card debt set a record of 986 billion in the fourth quarter of last year. I just got some updated information that I found pretty fascinating and actually very positive for the American public. Um, it looks like consumers are starting to pay down some credit card debt. They're, oh, good they're news. slowing the spending. So what we saw is uh, revolving credit 
it unexpectedly fell by $605 million. That's the first drop in revolving credit since April of 2020. And Steve, what happened in April of 2020? Oh, Do you let me think. Uh, let me think. A pandemic. Oh, yeah. And what was the government handed out? I know the kids called it something. Uh, stimmies. Stimmies. <laughs> Stimmies, the stimulus. Oh, and yeah. Americans use that to pay down the debt. So we saw credit card debt just fall or crater during the pandemic as people were using that excess cash to pay down debt, which was great. But guess what happened right after that? It ramped up and it is a beast out there. Here's where you can tell credit card debt, especially right now, if I go apply for a brand new credit card, even if I have excellent credit, your credit is going to, or your interest rate is going to range anywhere between 24 and 27%. Oh my gosh. Um, Steve, that's loan shark rates. Yeah, it really so, is. All credit cards are is a way to float for 30 days. And you know, a lot of people that use them responsibly, it gives you a little extra time um, to maybe put something on, but you need to make sure that you can pay it off. You do not want to have a huge balance running month to month at these types of interest rates. You're gonna get clobbered. It's almost like, you know, Uncle Joe on the corner, the loan shark. Those are the kind of rates that these credit cards are paying right now. So you wanna make sure that you have discipline, um, especially with debt, and especially if you're in that near-term retirement red zone, you know, five years or less, you wanna make sure you're being extra responsible with any type of high interest debt and you have a plan to make sure that that gets paid down. Sure. And and again, as we were talking about this bank rate survey, um, boy, that interest rate on in, on credit cards is incredible. When you it start, is. when you see it and you, and you think about it, if you're, ah, I don't want to go down that path. It's a, it's a, it's a real scary spot to be. It, it's brutal. And, you know, look, with the inflation rate and the increased uh, costs of goods and services, we were talking last week, Steve, I don't know about you, but I'm paying more for everything. everything. My overall expenses is up probably 30% yep. um, year over year. So 30%, you know, if you think about your expenses from last year to this year, where are you at? You know, are you 20%, 50%? I know people are paying a lot more. Uh, maybe their income hasn't increased. So maybe they're looking to these credit cards as a short-term float without the ability to pay it off. I remember in 2008, during uh, that time period, which was not a pretty, pretty time period for credit, um, the delinquency rate was running at, at one of the highest points at seven. Um, right now we're at about three, three and a half. So still pretty decent with delinquency, um, but the credit card debt is raging. We saw a little bit of an ebb. Hopefully that continues to fall. But if we see it ramp up, we know that consumers are not slowing their spending. They're putting it on credit. And that's usually not a good sign. Well, I mean, again, worldwide uh, inflation is certainly having an impact. And uh, the projections of recession are often being dismissed. And uh, by, you know, that could be to our own detriment. So uh, let's let's listen to Newt Gingrich. We know him. Uh, former Speaker of the House joined Larry Kudlow on Fox Business talking about how to restore the U.S. economy, get it back on track, particularly when it comes to the future of Social Security and Medicare. Gingrich saying that he knows what blueprint to use to restore the economy to prior glory. There's not enough credibility today to do anything significant with Social Security. But the truth is, if you move towards dramatic economic growth, we go back to the three and a half percent, which we ought to be at, which was the historic average. That actually extends the life of Social Security and it extends the life of Medicare and allows you to have a lot more time to have a discussion about what to do next. But you've got to establish a really big growth rate and you've got to establish real control on spending and you have to repeal a large part of the radical regulatory machinery that has been set up over the last several decades. You do those things, the economy's booming, you can have a very different conversation about Social Security. All right, Newt, what do you think? Well, I will tell you this. Newt uh, is responsible for one of the very few runs of balanced budgets that we've had in our country's history. <laughs> so he's a guy, guy you probably want to listen to. Um, I remember back in 1998, I think he was talking to bipartisan with Clinton um, addressing Social Security, and they knew this was coming. They said in 1990, in 30 years, the boomers are going to be um, actually spending more of Social Security. We're going to run into issues. Nothing happened <laughs> since 1998. We are in the same boat, only worse. So what he's talking about is three points here, you know, control and spending. 
it, it's it's really important that our government doesn't have excess spending. We want to create that growth rate in our country over three and a half percent or three and a half percent, as Newt was talking about. Accelerated growth can cover a lot of problems. We really want to gear it up, but what's slowing us down? taxation and these radical regulations that the administrations have put in, not just Biden's administration, but overall, these presidents have put in things that really slow our economy down. Look at, here's a great example, the social awareness funds that a lot of these pensions, um, used to be a fiduciaries of pensions, were not allowed to choose a socially responsible fund over uh, an investment that may make more money for their clients. So that was the old rule. It just came out. Now they're choosing the socially responsible which is going to result in less gains. These are ridiculous. And I understand, you know, the climate change thing that's going on right now, but come on. I mean, that just slows everything down. We have so much red tape that costs so much money. That's where we really need to open this thing up and get this economy really humming. It'll give us some time, as Newt was saying, to really address Social Security. What is the ultimate answer with Social Security, Steve? We do need to extend it, as Newt said, but we may have to raise the retirement age. Well, folks, if you'd like a little help and a little nudge and uh... Of, you know, getting you on the right road to retirement. Now's the time to call Joe and the team and get a spot on that calendar. You got it, Stephen. I haven't said it in a while, but maybe most of our radio listeners know my favorite saying, if you want something you've never had, you got to do some things you've never done. And that starts with a phone call to this fiduciary financial advisor that's in your ear right now. If you're one of the next 10 callers with at least $250,000 saved for retirement, we are going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you are in need of a full-blown retirement plan. There is absolutely no cost, no obligation for our radio listeners here on AM560, but guys, you got to call in right now. This analysis is going to include a fee report and a portfolio risk assessment that's going to untangle the cost of your current plan or advisor and help you understand how much risk you're taking with your investment portfolio. Guys, it's so important at these levels. Next, we're going to include a tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden and increase your cash flow. That's going to put more money in your pocket instead of good old Uncle Sam. And with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act potentially sunsetting in 2026, you want to get this addressed. Finally, guys, we're going to create that customized lifetime income plan using those proven strategies and techniques that could electrify your retirement income for the rest of your life. Let us help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning. I know these 10 spots go quick every week, Steve. Give our listeners that magic number to call for this valuable analysis. You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Really, that's the goal here on the show is to help you make the best decision for you. So if you've got questions about the kinds of things we're talking about and how that could apply in your own situation, now's the time to make that call. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. When we come back, we've got the results of a new survey that asked about 3,000 retirees what their favorite investments are in Welcome back, everybody. Wealth Health Radio is the program. Joe Murphy is here. Joe is an investment advisor, representative, independent fiduciary at Wealth Murphy Wealth Management. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation already in that first segment. We covered some ground, Joe. Um, you know, we talked about the bank rate survey and, and the kind of startling statistics. But to me, it was like it was... You know, when you start to look at credit cards and, and how to get, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a difficult walk out there right now. It is, Steve. This is an extremely difficult environment, especially going into the unknown of retirement. And that's why, again, it's so important to develop and create a working retirement income plan. Um, it's, it's meant for this. It's stress tests for this. So you're not going in and getting derailed by a threat that you didn't account. You know, a lot of people say, yeah, you know what, I'm going to look this up online. I'm going to use the 4% rule. What happens with that 4% rule? Unfortunately, it's not customly tailored to your situation. It gives you a good rule of thumb or a good guideline. But what we see is not so much people running out of money with the 4% rule, but leaving money on the table, not getting the most out of your retirement because you're terrified to spend too much. 
There is a middle ground, Steve, a balance. And that's why a customized income plan can really help give you that peace of mind. So you know what you can spend. You know your essential costs are covered with your lifetime payers. You know if you have a great investment year in the market, you might be going on a cruise with the missus. That is how retirement is planned. It is not cookie cutter. It is designed for you. And to go into a 30-year phase without a plan, Steve, doesn't make much sense to me, buddy. Doesn't make sense at all. Nope. 800-930-5905 is the number you can call. So BlackRock did this survey, nearly 3,000 people, um, asking retirees and savers. They were asking about their favorite investments. And and I think some of the answers are interesting. Um, 16%, not a huge number. Uh, called ETFs their favorite? Exchange-traded funds. They're cheap. They cover sectors effectively. Um, we use them in our investment portfolios specifically. We're a straight stock. I love straight stocks. I lo we love to trade. Um, not a big fan of mutual funds, but exchange-traded funds are relatively inexpensive. They help us as portfolio managers cover specialized sectors. So let's just say I'm really up on maybe uh, uranium sector, which is I don't trust a lot of the stocks. They're really volatile. But if I want exposure and maybe we see, you know, nuclear plants restarting or a dependence on nuclear energy as opposed to everything that's going on right now, I would buy an exchange traded fund on the uranium industry. So I would have exposure to the complete industry. That's really, or the overall blanket of that industry instead of one or two or three or four risky stocks that have volatility. Mm -hmm. That's how we use exchange traded funds, but you can use them just to cover the S&P 500. You can use them to cover a sector. Say you like energy or, or transportation. They have thousands of them, and they are relatively cheap in comparison to their mutual fund brethren. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so again, um, ETFs, uh, they haven't been around all that long, but they really have sort of come of age in the last few oh, yeah. years. Absolutely. And Steve, the one big benefit of an ETF over a mutual fund is it's traded just like a stock. Ah, that's so important. you're not... It is because you're not waiting after hours because a lot can happen yes. um, to sell or exchange that mutual fund. ETFs trade just like a stock, so they're very liquid. So it's real easy to get in and get out. Um, obviously, you want to make sure that you're aware of tax consequences when you sell any type of position. But I love ETFs for exposure like that. It does. It gives me that broad-based sector exposure without having to do technical analysis on 30 smaller micro caps. Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense for us, and it can make a lot of sense in your portfolio to give you exposure and diversification in a very inexpensive, liquid vehicle. 800-930-5905. Um, 21% of those surveyed said uh, annuities are their favorite thing. That's uh, That number's not very big either, all things considered. It, it's not. I know annuities are extremely popular right now. A lot of people are looking at the guarantees of the lifetime income of the annuity and saying, you know what, that's for me. I don't want to take a chance. Um, I like annuities. I think they're, they're a good part of an overall retirement income plan. Um, it's just not for everyone. It's not a solution. You know, just like a 401k is in a retirement plan, an annuity is, in a, is a solve all. It can be a great component, partner with social security and your pension to cover those essential expenses guaranteed for the rest of your life. Here's why I like annuities and especially lifetime payers. Um, these indexed annuities, Steve, they give your balance upside market potential with no downside risk. Some of them have one-year period, three-year periods where they're going to mirror a certain index or market. And once those gains get posted, whether it's a year, two years, three years, it is locked in. The only thing that you can do in an annuity is stair step up. You're never going to decrease your balance. The best part is even on qualified money, Money, like IRAs, we can do spousal continuous. We can get guaranteed income on both people's lives on a qualified account. And for our radio listeners that may not be familiar with IRAs, they're tied to an individual. So to have the ability to spousally continue income on a qualified plan like an IRA, it is a beautiful thing. It's peace of mind for both spouses. They can be relatively inexpensive, but there are thousands of different ones and they are all not the same. That's why using an independent fiduciary to help partner your retirement income plan with the right annuity to cover those essential expenses, that's the way we like to roll, Steve. And again, folks, just uh, just for a heads up, in the next segment, we're going to be dealing with annuities. We're going to be talking about annuities, sort of taking them apart and putting them back together. So stick around for that. Um, here back to the BlackRock survey, 46% said that cash is king. 
but is it? <laughs> well, it depends how you are investing that cash. Yeah, that's true. Um, look, it's not just the general public. The the GOAT, the, the greatest of all time, Warren Buffett right now is $147 billion in cash. No plus ninety Yeah, $97 billion. Last week, we were covering T-bills. We use them a lot, especially um, in this type of environment because it's a short term. They're paying great interest rates. It's relatively risk-free, um, but you know, $100 billion in T-bills on three to six month maturities. Um, the man loves risk-free money. And you know what? So do we. It's a great partner. But when there's uncertainty ahead, Steve, a lot of people have the foresight to say, you know what? I don't want my future retirement income jeopardized by the market, especially if your nest egg is sitting in an IRA or a 401k plan where you're all in or you're 60-40 or 70-30. You're at the complete mercy of the market, especially in those retirement plans, because they limit how much you can trade. You don't have the ability to trade out of those things because most of the retirement plans give you maybe two, three trades a year. So you get stuck. And that's why we really like to have that overall comprehensive view on all of this stuff, Steve. Not one thing just works. You blend it together, you customize a plan, and each component plays a role. And I think that's the most important part of all of this is to understand what is going to work for your situation. You have to understand your situation before you can plan for it. And that's what we help our clients do, Steve, is get that plan rolling. And one of the other, and again, folks, that's a great opportunity to, to come on in and do that. Um, let's see, individual securities, 47% said individual securities. We like our stocks, don't we, Joe? Oh, yes, we do. And it is a stock picker's market. Yeah. Um, I, I love the active trading. And to me, it, it just makes a lot more sense because we can customize portfolios just for our client's unique situation. So whether that investment account in retirement is going to cover discretionary or maybe it's a legacy build account or whatever the purpose of that is, we can arrange the investments or the asset allocation to match that. We can put our client's investment portfolios on what we call a glide path where we'll automatically get more conservative. But single stock securities, especially in after-tax accounts or taxable accounts, um, you have the ability to tax loss harvest, rebalance. You can really take control of these accounts and use them for your benefit. You don't have that opportunity using mutual funds. You can't trade out of a, a mutual fund because they're covering an entire sector. So it allows us to pick and choose the stocks that we like based on technical analysis, based on fundamentals. They are going to fit our client's risk tolerance and time horizon. And you know what? If a trade goes south on me and I don't like it, I can cut bait before it gets crazy and get our clients into another opportunity. That's why we love active trading at this firm, Steve, because it gives us control. Whereas if you just have a portfolio that's passive, you're riding a roller coaster and at the mercy of the market. And yes, you are. And uh, 49% uh, say they their favorites are mutual funds. I got to believe that's an older crowd that, that still believe in mutual funds. I think so. And, and look, there's nothing wrong with mutual no, funds not. and there's nothing wrong with, you know, paying the fees that are inside. It's just a lot of people don't realize that there is a fee for that mutual fund that you are paying. Um, I just did a breakdown on a client and she had no idea she was paying 1.38 for a mutual fund. You know, that's a that's pretty pricey for a specialized sector. I think it was a small cap mutual fund. Um, but those fees add up. I don't mind paying a fee if there is value. But if you want small cap exposure, why not use a less expensive ETF, save the fee and get more money exposed to the asset class that you want to be exposed to instead of that portfolio manager who doesn't know you, doesn't know your situation, and they're managing based on those constraints. That prospectus of that mutual fund, Steve, designs and dictates exactly how they can trade. So if equities and gr or growth equities are looking bad and you have a growth mutual fund, that prospectus dictates that that portfolio manager must continue to buy growth funds all the way down where an actively traded account, you can trade out of that and say, you know what? Growth isn't here. We want to move into value. You have to trade that mutual fund or sell it to get that done. And that's usually on you, not on the advisor. Absolutely, Joe. And uh, we are up against the clock once again. Let's take a break and uh, invite folks to call in the meantime. 
You got it, Stephen. These guys are lighting up the phones, keeping us busy with these retirement income plans. So we're going to do it one more time. If you're one of the next 10 callers with at least $250,000 saved for retirement, we are going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that's going to indicate if you are in need of a full-blown retirement plan. There is absolutely no cost, no obligation for our radio listeners here on AM560. But guys, you got to call in right now. This analysis is going to include a fee report and a portfolio risk assessment that will untangle the cost of your current plan or advisor and help you understand how much risk you're taking with your investment portfolio. Next, we're going to include a tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden and increase your cash flow. And then finally, guys, using that split concept, we are going to create a customized lifetime income plan using those proven strategies and techniques that could electrify your retirement income for the rest of your life. Let us help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning. I know these 10 spots go quick every week, Steve. Give our listeners that magic number to call. 800-930-5905. It's a great opportunity for you to get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. Starts with a phone call, 800-930-5905. 10 callers right now gets that comprehensive financial review and see where you are today. But more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. 5905. Coming up next, we'll break down the biggest myths about annuities. This is stuff you need to know before you decide if an annuity is right for your situation. back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy's here. Joe, of course, is with Murphy Wealth Management. Uh, MWMfinancial.tax is the website. Well, speaking of the web, take a look at Facebook and find Murphy Wealth Management, and uh, it will make you smile. If nothing else, it'll make you smile, right? <laughs> we we definitely like our Facebook page. And, you know, we've gotten a lot of followers um, from our listeners the last couple of weeks. So thank you guys. We're trying to keep you guys entertained, keep it light, keep it happy, keep it positive. There's so much doom and gloom out there, guys. You know, all we want to do is put a smile on someone's face, educate someone, get them going in the right direction. It's a way for you to kind of see what type of people we are, how we work, and we will always provide information um, that people can rely on that you're not worried about is this some kind of craziness as a fiduciary we want to put out facts and things that are pertinent to what's going on right now but thank you guys for really going to our facebook page and giving us small small business a big following thank I like you that. 800-930-5905 is a phone number, folks. And uh, so annuities and annuity myths, and boy, there are a bunch of those, Joe. I've <laughs> oh, learned yeah. that from you over the years. And, and, and again, you know, when, we, when you hear the word annuity, I think a lot of people just, uh, cr you know, just, you know, cringe and think they're all bad because at one time they thought they, they were a lot worse than they are. And, but right now things are looking pretty good on the annuity front, in my opinion. Absolutely. They have revolutionized retirement planning and, and they're a really good component. Um, where annuities run into problems is when they are sold as a solution or as a retirement plan and all in. That's really when you don't have the diversification on the account level or the type of vehicle that you have, you always run into trouble because everything out there, Steve, has pros and cons. And if someone presents an annuity as a solve all, you probably want to walk away. Here's a great example. Say we have a uh, little Mary Jane, and Mary Jane has $200,000 saved for retirement. She's living off Social Security. Maybe she has a little bit in savings. And along comes the insurance agent and says, Mary, we got gotcha. you. We're going to put you in this annuity. You're guaranteed never to lose. It's going to pay you out this much money. Six months down the road, Mary's roof starts leaking. Um, she's having issues. The annuity by itself, she can't get at a lump sum or it's limited to usually 10 or 20% of that value. So it doesn't make much sense to put all your eggs in one basket because there are issues with everything and you have to make sure it's the right fit. That's really where they got a bad name, Steve, is they were sold irresponsibly. They were sold or put into a plan that didn't make sense for the client because look, all type of insurance products, they're commission-based. 
And anytime you have a commission involved, Steve, you always have to ask yourself, is the guy across from me doing it for me or doing it for myself? That's why we like to add them when they make sense for an additional lifetime payer, in addition to a pension, in addition to social security. They are extremely valuable, very dependable, very reliable, and they spit out payments like clockwork guaranteed for the rest of your life, but they are not all the same. There are different types of annuities. We have variable annuities. They're investment linked. We were just talking about mutual funds a couple of segments ago. Those variable annuities are invested in mutual funds. So you're paying a fee for your annuity, mortality and expense, administration, and then each mutual fund that you are invested in also has a fee. They can be very fee heavy. So I am not a huge fan. I'm not saying they're all bad, but variable annuities, when the market goes down with the fee heaviness, variable annuities can sink like a rock and they can also be limited on the upside from those fees. You just have to know what you're getting into. On the flip side, you have the fixed indexed annuity. Those ones have very low fees. You can choose to add an income rider and usually an income rider is about a point. I don't mind paying a percent or 1.5% if I know I'm getting value. The value for that fee is you are guaranteed not to run out of money before you run out of life. That is a peace of mind fee and it makes sense for some people, but you have to be careful what type of annuity you are including in your retirement plan and walk away if that is presented as a solution or as your retirement plan, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I mean, again, these are the kinds of things that the myths about annuities, and sure. you've covered a lot of them. Um, and that's another one. Annuities have a low rate of return, and, and that, that <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth. So the interesting thing is we, we run a lot of illustrations when we're working these things into our retirement income plans. And I noticed a couple of companies, especially in a giant bull market, right? Mm -hmm. So we know the market absolutely ripped, but if you were in an annuity, did you capture that? I was looking at annualized returns over the last five years of almost 14% a year in some of these annuities. That's outrageous with no risk. Where wow. else can you do that? So again, that potential upside and the beauty of these things is once you realize that return, unlike the stock market, unlike mutual funds, it becomes your new floor. You cannot go below that. So they stair step up. It is a safer way to build wealth. But the myth that they have no returns is just that. It's a myth. These things are indexed against uh, BlackRock indexes, Fidelity, all different types of companies that have designed specific, specific indices to incorporate with these annuities. It can be a really great thing. I don't want to put all these bows and whistles on it and say it's the greatest thing in the world, but they do have good returns, especially in a bull market. Where I really want to see it shine, Steve, is in the bear. When the market starts going down, that's when our clients have peace of mind that have money in these annuities because zero is your hero. So they're not going to lose a dime, but they will not gain a dime. They will get a 0%. But in that case, when your stocks are down 30%, your annuity holds strong and doesn't lose any of those previous gains. That is something you can depend on. It's an absolute in a very uncertain world. Absolutely. And, and again, you've mentioned something a moment ago, and you talked about selling a product and, and that that's what's happening if, if you are being sold a, a, a variable sure. annuity. Um, but again, contrast that with what you do. You offer a solution. Yes, You're not selling anything. No. And that's the beauty of being independent, Steve, is I am not you know beholden to any boss or any manager or any corporation saying, hey, you need to hit a quota. You need to do this, this and this. No, we have select relationships with companies that we trust that I wouldn't, if I'm not putting my money into it, I would never put my client's money into it. But we wanna make sure number one, they are financially sound. That is rule number one. We will not put our client's money in any company, any annuity company that is not A plus rated or higher. It matters. So even if a B rated company is offering a higher rate or a higher upfront bonus, I don't care. I'm not sacrificing my client's money to get an extra point up front. That makes zero sense. So you really need to make sure that you do the due diligence. Um, if someone is offering you an annuity, look it up, see the pros, weigh the cons. But as a fiduciary advisor, Steve, that's what my job is. We vet all this stuff out. We find the right fits, but it has to be a solution, not an answer. It's nothing ever is all or nothing. Right. You can't plan like that. You have to have diversification and it has to do something in your plan to be included in it. 
Joe, if I've got a variable annuity and I'm not really comfortable with it or I, I didn't realize what it was, and can I can I talk to you about it? Can you see if you can fix it? Is it fixable, I guess, is the question? I usually see two or three a week. Do you um, really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Either if the market's going up and it's not performing or if the market's going down and it's tanking, um, we review those at complimentary. There is no charge for that. And we can look at a solution, whether that's uh, you know moving that money into an investment account, analyzing if there's any penalties. Annuities are longer-term contracts. The way that we use them is lifetime payers. So it really doesn't matter because the client's going to keep this and have it pay them for the rest of their life. But if you have an annuity, maybe a 10-year or 12-year surrender penalty, you may not be able to get out. But that is something that we can look at for you and see if there is an opportunity. A lot of these companies offer a sign-on bonus. And what that does is minimize or mitigate that surrender penalty so you can move into something more suitable. It doesn't happen for everyone, but I love to look at these things and show clients exactly what they have, how it works, and if there are better options out there that we want to educate them on so they can make a decision and say, you know what, I would rather have no risk than have my money sitting in something with high fees that could plummet if the market takes a dump. And again, and again um, one of the, the myths about annuities is, well, when I die, the insurance company keeps my money. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. That went away a long time. Yeah. That that did happen. And and those were single premium um, dumping. So you give your $100,000 to your insurance company and they say, all right, Mr. Smith, we're going to give you $700 a month for the rest of your life. And something happens to Mr. Smith in the first year, the insurance company life only, as soon as his life expired, they kept the balance that didn't sit well with anybody. These things have evolved from there. And that's the beauty of it. If you pass away, just say you pass away, there's a death benefit associated. And it's usually either a high watermark of how high the, the annuity has grown, or it's the premiums that you paid in or the growth of it. That is the death benefit. The only way you are not going to get a death benefit out of that annuity is if you have used all the income over your life. So say you're 130 years old and you've been receiving your $1,000 a month payments for 60 years um, and the balance is zero, but the benefit of that annuity is lifetime payments. So even if the balance goes down to zero, you've received more than you had in there in payments, it's still going to make those payments. But then when you pass away, there would be nothing left, but you just received so much in income because oh, yeah. you had a long life. It's worth it. But that is a myth. These things don't just evaporate. The insurance company doesn't keep your money. They are beautiful things because they have a set beneficiary, like a bank account, like a life insurance contract. So if you pass away, your name beneficiary would receive that money, depending if it's Roth, taxable or pre-tax. We would talk to the, the beneficiary and say, these are your options to distribute. But the benefit, the death benefit is one, one of the best parts of the annuity because we know it is guaranteed to go to the person of their choice, which the client has the control to change at any time during the course of their life. So they retain control of that. But the beauty is that death benefit is there. The insurance company will not keep your money. Right. And and so one final note. And so, okay, that sounds all good. So that must mean an annuity will uh, be cover all my retirement needs. <laughs> there we go. Yep. It's the all or nothing. No. And, and if it's sold to you like that or presented to you like that, no, that's not the answer. Look, you know, there's upside to having investments. There's upsides to having treasury and liquid accounts. There is a blend of balance. So unless you fit in a very narrow situation, um, you do not want to go all in on an annuity because if something comes up, you may need a large chunk of change and now you're paying penalties on your own, own money to get at it. That makes zero sense. You want to have a side account for your discretionary expenses that may be investment linked or treasury linked or bank accounts or CDs. You want to have a balance in your retirement plan because we're not sure. None of us know. None of us have a crystal ball. What's going to happen next? You want to have options. If things hit the fan, you know where to go to. That sounds fantastic. And folks, do take advantage of it. It's 800 800-930-5905. The next 10 callers, you're going to get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, it becomes that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. We need to take a break, but when we return, we'll jump into some questions from our listeners. My favorite part of the show. We'll be right back.
We are back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Had a great discussion about annuities in the last segment. And yeah. apparently listeners were paying attention because we got a couple of annuity questions here. Um, and uh, let's just let's just jump in. Uh, sure. Here's Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy says, I'm 62 years old, trying to manage what I have in my stocks. And I've been looking into annuities. This product sounds great because of fixed funds, but I don't know much about them. What are the pros and cons of annuities versus stocks? But you got a couple hours? <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, thank you so much for the question. And it's a common one that we get. Um, you know, there are different types of investment vehicles. There are different types of vehicles in general. Um, it depends on the type of annuity that you're looking at. If you're looking for a growth annuity, um, there are shorter surrender terms. So we have, you know, three-year, four-year, five-year that may match up to your time horizon that are all geared towards to capture maximum growth in the stock market with one big difference from your stocks, risk. There is no risk in that. And that is the beauty of you don't have any type of market risk in that annuity. So let's just say, Jimmy, you, you decide to do a split concept. You put half in your annuity, half in your investments or leave your investment accounts. And I think that's always a good balance to have a nice mix. The difference is going to be during that growth period, the annuity may not capture. If you have individual stocks, the upside probably isn't going to be as high. You're, you're going to have a mitigated return again, stocks, depending on what type of stocks you own, of course. Here's where the big difference comes in. When you start drawing income off those investment returns, let's just say you're unlucky, Jimmy, unfortunately, in that very first year you need income off that investment account, the market cracks 20 or 25%. Um, you could be in deep, serious trouble. It's called sequence risk. And the order of your returns matters when you're taking income off an investment account. And that kind of is pure luck. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. We don't know the order of investment returns that we're going to receive throughout a retirement. What the annuity does is remove that risk completely. You will never, ever lose a dime in that thing. As a matter of fact, you will only stair step up, Jimmy. And that's the beauty. When it comes to growth, it's not an all or nothing, but it can be a hedge. And that is the great thing that we can use an annuity for is maybe keep your investments a little bit more aggressive and have that hedge, that guarantee against risk on the other side. So it allows me as an investment advisor to keep that aggressive allocation, even at your age, Jimmy, because we have that annuity hedge, but you still have the potential upside. A lot of these growth annuities, there are zero fees. There's nothing eating at your returns. You get the pure return of the annuity and it's locked in every single year, stair-stepped up. A negative year is always gonna be credited at zero. So the difference is probably you're giving up a little bit of growth, but boy, are you gaining a lot of peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. 800-930-5905. Jimmy, give us a call. Uh, Harold has a question. Harold says, I invested in a four-year fixed annuity several years ago to allocate a percentage of my portfolio into a vehicle that was conservative. At the time, it was the safest risk-free investment recommended by my investment advisor. Now, the annuity is set at 4% annually. I'm a long-term aggressive investor who makes about 12 to 15 trades per year. My retirement horizon between two and five years from now. And is this a safe strategy going forward? What do you think? Harold, thank you for the question. And obviously, there's a lot of details that go into the decision that your investment advisor made. So I'm not privy to that. Um, but for me, is is a long-term aggressive investor, just like we told Jimmy in the other section, it can be a great hedge um, against risk and still have potential upside. Um, if you're making you know 12 to 15 trades a year, your investment advisor is is looking to trade an actively traded account, and you're sitting at a four percent, I would rather have potential upside. You know, that 4% rate right now is just barely keeping up with inflation. So really you're netting zero because of the loss of your purchasing power. So the indexed annuity is going to give you the ability to outpace inflation because of the equity-like returns, but you have one big difference, no risk. So is there a fit there? There is. Um, if I'm going to invest in something fixed, I'm probably going to look at a U.S. Treasury or a CD, but I'm not going to ever lock anything into like that for four years. We can use laddered maturities. So you constantly have 
excess of cash maturing that you can either move into the market, reinvest into your fixed investments. It can allow you to dollar cost average into your investment account. If the market cracks, you can use some of that maturing security or treasury to pop into the market. There's a blend, there's a strategy, but I love having the best of both worlds. We can really make things work knowing that we have a hedge against risk on one side. Beautiful things to do. Just depends on your situation, Harold. Love to talk to you, take an overview and get some more details. 800-930-5905. And uh, let's see, we've got a one from Barry. Um, yeah, we've got time. Barry says, what is the best investment option for me to grow my Roth IRA retirement account? ETFs, real estate, something else? <laughs> Barry, great question, buddy. And this is one that we get a lot. You know, some people have the majority of their savings in pre-tax. You know, it's not diversified. You know, you're at the mercy of the U.S. government down the road. So you want to definitely do some planning. Barry has his Roth IRA, which is a tax-free account. So tax-free means all future earnings are 100% get Uncle Sam out of your cookie jar. He can't touch it. That is a beautiful thing. So we like to partner our Roth IRAs with our most aggressive positions. That is the beauty of the Roth IRA is it's pure tax-free growth and tax-free distribution as long as you meet a couple rules, 59 and a half and a holding period of five years all those future earnings are tax-free. So what I would say is this is a great uh, account for individual stocks. It's also, like you said, a great account for real estate. Um, whether you're using a self-directed Roth or a self-directed IRA, you can purchase real estate directly through the trust or LLC, which is beautiful, or you can buy real estate investment trusts. Um, you know, a couple issues with real estate investment trusts, but if you want exposure to pure real estate, you can use that Roth to actually purchase real estate property. I oh, love wow. doing that. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Those self-directed IRAs give you real diversification where you can have tangible assets inside your IRA. There's a lot of rules and regulations that go with them. Um, our custodian, Charles Schwab, does not offer them, but we have partnerships with different companies that do. We're fairly familiar, but it, it is definitely rule heavy. You just have to know what you're getting into if a self-directed makes sense for you. But in the overall, to answer your question, Barry, you want those aggressive investments inside of that Roth IRA because of the tax treatment. Remember, there are different taxes on different types of accounts. The Roth is your most valuable. Beautiful if you need a pinch emergency account, you can say thank you, won't affect your social security thresholds, won't affect Medicare surcharges. You can grab it money in retirement whenever you want and Uncle Sam can't do a darn thing about it. I love that account. Let's just say you wanna let it rip, it is an incredible legacy gift because your child or children would receive that account 100% tax-free. There are some rules now with that Roth, but they'll never pay a dime in taxes as opposed to maybe just having one type of account or leaving your kids that IRA balance. Now we have a tax time bomb for the kid that we're dealing with. The Roth is the best overall outside of the HSA. The HSA is a little bit better, but it has its limitations. Pure growth account, the Roth is the label that you want to get to. It can accomplish so much if you partner with the right investments. You don't want your bonds in there. You don't want your treasuries. You want your high flyers in there. Match it up, let it rip, and then say bye-bye to the U.S. government and the IRS because they can't touch a dime. All right. I like that. You mentioned something a minute ago. Uh, you talked about laddering annuities. Is that is that something you can do or is that something you, you do? Oh, yeah. You, you can ladder annuities. You can ladder anything. You can ladder anything that has a maturity. So what laddering does is it gives our clients exposure. We usually ladder U.S. Treasuries, ladder CDs. Okay. So what we do is stagger different maturity levels. So we constantly have cash maturing where we can either get into a different interest, a better interest rate. So right now we're in a rising interest rate environment. I don't want my maturities going anywhere past a year right now. It doesn't make much sense to me because I know rates are on the rise. So we want to do 28 day CDs, three month CDs, six month CDs, all the way up to a year CD. So once that 28 day uh, CD matures, Steve, and I'm using CDs as, as an example here, but once that 28 day CD matures, let's just say interest rates went up to 5.4. Now I can reinvest that asset into 5.4 instead of being stuck into something long-term like the original question, I think it was Jimmy, that was stuck in a 4% for right. four years. That makes no sense to me. I always want exposure. The only time 
that I am going to extend our maturity, Steve, is if we know the Fed is going to pivot and cut rates. That is going to be the biggest difference for me is what the Fed position is. And if we know interest rates are going to go down and they're going to cut rates, you want to extend out those maturities. But again, we had the best signal in the world, Steve, back in 2020 when interest rates hit zero, they were only going one way. We knew interest rates could only go one way. So we bet heavily on that in a rising interest rate environment. You can bet on that. And that is really where you want to get those shorter maturities for your cash to get exposure to the highest interest rate possible. You constantly have cash flow coming in that you can either leverage back into the market if, if equities are down, or you can put that money in your pocket, or you can invest in another vehicle. I love having options. I love having flexibility. We have it in our plans. We have it in our investments and we have it in our strategies. Well, and again, that is part of your overall process. That's just what you do. That's how you work. Yeah, customization, Steve. It, it really is. You know, there there are so many. You look up retirement planning on the internet, and you know, I do it sometimes just to to see what comes back. And unfortunately, it's selling systems or you know, golden rules like the four percent rule or yep. the bucket strategy. Now, those strategies may work for a certain retiree, but they don't work for everybody. Your situation is very different than your neighbor, John. You should have a retirement income plan that is matched to you that may be on the horizon or coming up next. Hey, Joe, this is, a, this is it. Last time today, we're gonna open up the lines. Boy, this is, if we piqued your interest and I can't imagine how we have it, let's get them going. Let's fire it up and they are lighting up the phone, Steve, and we love it. Keep them coming. And if you're one of the next 10 callers with at least $250,000 saved for retirement, we're going to custom design that easy to understand financial review. And that's going to indicate to us if you are in need of a full-blown retirement custom plan. There's no cost, no obligation for our radio listeners. But guys, you got to call in right now. Our analysis is going to include that fee report, a risk assessment, but more importantly, a tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden and increase your cash flow. More money in your pocket instead of Uncle Sam. That is the goal. Finally, we're gonna create that customized income plan for your essential expenses throughout your retirement. We are gonna turbocharge your retirement income for the rest of your life. Let us help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning. Steve, my guy, give him that number and we'll get to work. 800-930-5905. It's why we give you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. Nobody else's, yours. There's no cost, there's no obligation. Just call us 800-930-5905. That's 800 800- 930-5905. Well, and, and again, Joe, this is, uh, we started this by, and you asked by asking the question, um, what was the, the question? But I know the answer was income. What is the most valuable asset that you have throughout your retirement? And the answer is right, Steve, income. Let's focus on it, guys. We'll talk again next week. Thanks for tuning in. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 